Cyber Secish, the global cybersecurity and privacy podcast for small businesses and individuals focusing on seniors and parents, navigating you through a myriad of complex cyber threats and vulnerabilities with your host, Senior Cybersecurity and Privacy Engineer, Lawrence Kirby. Hey guys, welcome back to Cyber Secish. Today's talk, web cookies and crumbs. If you've been online lately, I'm sure you've been bombarded by it. it. seems as though every site that you go to requests you now to accept their cookies. This is what we're going to explore today. What cookies you should accept and what cookies you should not accept. So first, let's talk about really what a web cookie is. So, you know, when you go to a website, basically what the web cookie is, is that website server writes a very small, let's call it a very small sticky note, right? That places that sticky note in your browser, which then places that sticky note onto your device, whether it's your computer or your phone or your iPad or your tablet, whatever device it is, will hold that sticky note, which is an actual cookie, right? So what does that cookie do? Well, basically it allows that web server to remember what you've done remember who you are and what you have done or really what you have interacted with on that website. Whether it be links that you've clicked on, data that you have inputted, such as username, password, um, quality or colors of items that you liked, um, these sticky notes, these cookies, remember all of that information, which is then stored back onto that web server. So these cookies are built to track, to personalize, and really just to save information about each user's web session, meaning that whenever you log on or enter a website, that is your session. So those cookies track, again, track your movement about that website. So I'm going to tell you about five different types of cookies. The first is a cookie that is really one that is strictly necessary for your website to function properly. This cookie remembers, for instance, let's say that you are in a shopping uh, website and you fill your cart with various items. If you click the back button, right, and go back to look at something else, that cookie makes sure that those items are still saved in that cart, okay? So these cookies are really necessary and these cookies are always gonna be first party cookies, meaning that they are from that particular vendor site, okay? And these cookies also do not store any of your PII. PII means personally identifiable information. Next up, we have performance cookies. So these cookies allow that vendor's website to monitor the performance of the site and to help to improve the performance by monitoring your traffic by seeing which pages that you visit the most, not just yourself, but all visitors to that site, by seeing which links that are most popular, and by seeing how you move around that website. So this data is really aggregated, meaning that they don't know who you really are. All they see is that they see the traffic movements. They can't tell from these cookies who that user is. Next up, we have functional cookies. So these cookies um, really allow that website to store your information, your 
settings type information, uh, your your preferences type information. For instance, uh, your username, the region that you're in, um, your language preferences. These cookies can be first party or they can be third party. So an example would be um, you log onto a website and you see an advertisement or you see the weather forecast for your region. Why is that? It's because that cookie was stored and it knows the region that you are in, okay? These cookies are similar to these strictly necessary cookies, but they are different because, again, they can be third-party. So the reason I keep mentioning third-party cookies is very important because third-party cookies are cookies, again, those little sticky notes, right, that contain your information are created by not the website that you actually are visiting, but by a third party, a different website. It could be a company that doesn't even have a website that are creating these cookies. And these cookies are created basically only for advertising. Not to mention as well that most third-party cookies are also called persistent cookies, meaning that these cookies would follow you across every website that you are visiting to track all of your information across those websites to create and to to customize their advertising to you because they understand your movements, they understand what you like, because again, they've been tracking your interactions across various websites. Next cookie let's talk about is called targeting cookies. Think about that word, targeting cookies. You are the target. These are essentially advertising cookies. These cookies will gather information from you on your device to target and to customize advertising meant for you because these cookies have followed you across the internet, followed your web traffic, followed your interactions, so they know what you click on, understanding what you like, okay? That's how these cookies can customize um, advertisements for you based upon your historical data of what you like. I'm sure we've all been to a site that we've never been to previously, but yet you see an advertisement for something that you clicked on two days ago. Why is that? Because of the targeting cookies, which were customized for you to create an advertisement. So these targeting cookies or advertising cookies basically just build a user profile built upon your interactions across various websites, across different clicks of things that you've clicked on, building your profile to then target advertising towards you. These cookies also are generally always third-party persistent cookies. Again, meaning that these cookies will follow your movements, your interactions across various websites. The last cookie I want to talk about is called a tracking cookie. So a tracking cookie is just what it says it is. It's going to collect data from your browser again. It will collect your IP address, which is your location. An IP address is basically like the address of your home or the apartment building that you live in. That's an IP address. It basically tells the internet where you are, okay? It also attracts your actions on that particular website, right? One example of a tracking cookie is one set by Facebook, okay? So if you visited Facebook and you're logged into Facebook, you have this tracking cookie 
in your browser. So every other site that you visit that is Facebook integrated, that site will then be able to determine information such as if you have a Facebook account or not. So let's recap here. We've talked about five different cookie types. The strictly necessary cookies, the performance cookies, functional cookies, targeting cookies, also which I can call crumbs, and tracking cookies, which are definitely crumbs leaving a trail everywhere that you go. So you take that for what it's worth. Which cookies I think you need to be careful with are going to be, of course, the targeting cookies and the tracking cookies. If you don't want to expose your preferences of things that you like, of your habits across the internet to third parties whom you really are not sure of who owns that data or where it goes, then you should not agree to accept those those cookies. You have the right on all sites to agree to turn off certain cookies, and those are two that I definitely always turn off. Well, that's it for this episode of CyberSecish. I hope you enjoyed Cookies and Crumbs. I hope it was informative, and we'll see you next time.